welcome to the Free Daily Bible Study Podcast, a daily journey through the unfolding story of the Bible based on the McShane Bible Reading Plan. My name is Jacob Gerber, and today's meditation for October 10th comes from 1 Kings 13. In the first part of 1 Kings 13, Yahweh sends a prophet to condemn Jeroboam's worship. Speaking to the illicit altar on which Jeroboam was offering unauthorized sacrifices, the man of God, a name given to prophets during those days, foretells the day when a son of David named Josiah will sacrifice on you the priests of the high places who make offerings on you, and human bones shall be burned on you. In 1 Kings 13 verse 2. The fulfillment of this prophecy comes much later in Israel's history, in 2 Kings 23, verses 15 through 20. From the beginning, the days of Jeroboam's false worship were numbered. Now, if that were the only part of this story, we would be reading a fairly straightforward account of prophecy, judgment, and Yahweh's insistence upon the true worship he had commanded in the law of Moses. Once the man of God delivers his message, however, Yahweh gives him additional instructions, saying in 1 Kings 13 verse 9, You shall neither eat bread nor drink water nor return by the way that you came. At first, the man of God obeys. See 1 Kings 13 verse 9. But when an older prophet lies to him, enticing him to return with him to eat and drink in Bethel, in 1 Kings 13 verse 18, The man of God disobeys God's instructions, and a lion kills him as he leaves Bethel a second time. From the prophet's story, we learn two principles about obeying God. First, obedience for you may not look the same as obedience for another, since God governs us not only by his law, but by our consciences. Paul writes, For whatever does not proceed from faith is sin, in Romans 14 verse 23. Meaning that when God impresses something clearly upon our consciences, we sin by overriding that. This man of God receives a clear prophetic word, but he disobeys anyway, acting contrary to his faith. Second, this means we ought never to cause another to stumble. The broader context of Romans 14, for example, relates to whether Christians could eat meat that had been sacrificed to idols. Paul explains that there was nothing wrong with eating such food in itself, but if someone believes the activity to be sinful, that person would sin by eating it, since that action would not proceed from faith. Therefore, Paul also writes that, in Romans 14 verse 20, it is wrong for anyone to make another stumble by what he eats. The older prophet wickedly causes this man of God to sin by lying to him and encouraging him to act in ways that specifically violate the word God has spoken to him. Are there areas where you are behaving in ways contrary to your conscience? Or are there areas where you are leading someone else to violate their conscience? In either case, repent. Repent from whatever does not proceed from faith or repent from leading another to stumble. Thanks for listening to the free daily Bible study podcast. If you're looking for Bible study curriculum for a Sunday school or a small group, check out my book, That You May Know, A Primer in Christian Discipleship. It's a close study of 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John that explores what it means to follow Jesus as a disciple. 
To learn more about the book or to download the first two chapters for free, go to discipleshipbook.com. 